is up, everybody? This is Power to Wimix, and this is the 37th episode. Hell yeah. Today, my special friend of the show is this lovely Beatrix. Uh, this is Beatrix, like I just said. Um, she is a beautiful, beautiful heart-shaped plant uh, for all you audio listeners. And for all of you who are watching, look at how beautiful she is. Ugh, love her. Miss B is going to be helping me talk about a very, very amazing woman that I just learned about today, actually. So the person I'm going to be talking about today, her name is Fiona Bruce, and she was born April 25th, 1964, and thankfully, she's still alive today. So what is she known for? Well, I'm going to tell you. So she is known for being a British journalist and newsreader and television presenter. So she's really big into the news, and uh, she's been on various and different um, talk shows and different just TV shows in general. So to start from when she was born, you know, so she was actually born in Singapore, and she has two older brothers, which is kind of cool, you know, older brother gang over here, two, because I have four older brothers, but yeah, um, and she actually went to school in London, which is super cool. So after she went to school in London, she actually became a teen model for the magazine Jackie. If you've heard of it, awesome. I have not personally heard of it, but it sounds super interesting. So she actually did go to college, and she went to Hertford College in Oxford for French and Italian, which is really cool. I don't know any languages, and here she is learning to languages you know that's freaking amazing um but during that period her college period she was a little rebellious you know she was a little punk she um became a singer in a couple of rock bands she even dyed her hair blue once you know she was just kind of wild during that phase which is kind of cool i think i'm kind of coming on to my wild phase which I'm super excited to see where it takes me, um, which I definitely think it's going to be taking me to shaving my head. So let me know if I should do that. But it doesn't matter what you think, because I'm probably going to do it anyway. <laughs> she then started to attend the University of London Institute in Paris. So yeah, so she has multiple college experiences, which is really cool. So after leaving the university, she actually joined a management um, consulting firm for a year, but she actually found that job very depressingly dull. And I'm going to read you a quote that she said. So she said, I dreaded the meetings, the tedium, the fact that I was in the wrong job. I was so unhappy. I used to cry in the lose at lunch time. And I'm currently going through the same thing where I hate my job. It's, it's boring. You know what I mean? But I have to do it in order to get to where I want to be. You know what I mean? And so I kind of felt with her on that. And let me know if, if you have ever felt like that too. Because I feel like there's a really common thing that a lot of people just brush under the rug. Like, oh, you hate your job. Oh, you know, everybody hates their job. But it's like, well, not always, you know. It's just sometimes it's just so boring that you just know you're in the wrong place. You know what I mean? And I know I'm in the wrong job. And that's why I'm trying to make it change, but I can't right now, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I hope that all made sense. But, yeah, so 
thankfully she quit that job and then she started to work at a number of advertising agencies um including a boez massimi polite i'm so sorry if i butchered that i know i did um but fun fact there she actually met met her future husband and at that business and he was a company director which is really cool she then went on to meet tim gardam and he was at the time uh, an editor for the bbc's um panorama so the bbc is the british broadcasting channel if y'all didn't know and at a wedding is where she met that tim gardam and in 1989 and he actually gave her a job as a researcher on the program which is freaking amazing you know that goes to show it's all who you know you know start connecting with people start networking it's really important so yeah so she did that like she started getting into the programs which is really cool so that is how she got into the news industry which is really cool while she was in the news industry, she became a very big spokesman for feminism, and she expressed a high concern because she believed that um, there was almost three-quarters of women who no longer saw feminism as necessary, which is totally not true because feminism is, is, always, ne- is, is always necessary until, until women become equal to men. And we, to this day, are still not even there. So I feel like feminism is still a huge concern, and I'm glad that she was pushing that and making it a big concern. And I'm just glad that she really took that on to talk about it and to become a spokesman for it, for feminism, which is awesome. And we always need more um, people to talk about feminism and support feminism because it, it, it is really important, you know? So she has also spent several years as a news reporter, um, and from 2003 to 2007, she presented and reported in the BBC One Current Affairs series, Real Story, which was a really big story for her, and that's where she kind of got her, like, how everybody knew her name and stuff like that. So in 2007, she returned to the presenting the BBC News at six, after an 11-year tenure, she stepped down in January 2019. So she did report news for 11 years, which is so important because the news is so important because it gives people the news, you know what I mean? It lets people know what's going on. And we need people to give the correct news and to give news that is going to help people and not just feed them with lies and feed them with sadness and despair, you know what I mean? We need good news people and I believe that she is one of them, and I'm glad that she was out there spreading the good news, you know what I mean? So on January 10th, 2019, she, as a first full-time female host, which is freaking amazing, she was the first full-time female host, which is, wow, you know, um, succeeded longtime host David Dibbley on the BBC's debate program Question Time. Her tenure as a host was almost immediately embroiled in controversy, and in May 2020, she stated, QT is without doubt the hardest job I've ever had, which is wow. Like, she obviously is, like, she is making such huge steps. She's the first full-time female host of a show and that was only in 2019 like wow you know what I mean like I'm just glad that she's making those steps and like making those strides for other women who 
are going to come after her because that's freaking amazing, you know what I mean? And of course it's going to be hard, you know what I mean? Because she is the first, so she's going to have a lot of criticism and she's going to have a lot of, like, backlash and all that just because she is the first. Not a lot of people and, like always like first just because it's change and it's different and stuff like that but I'm just glad that she's sticking with it and that she actually accomplished that goal which is freaking amazing so yeah so she is also is an honorary vice president of optical charity vision aid overseas which is freaking amazing you know and in 2009 the NCPCC and inducted her into its Hall of Fame in honor of her continued work on their behalf, which is freaking amazing because she is doing amazing work for those companies and for those charities, and I'm just glad that she's being recognized and awarded for that, and, like, I just think it's really amazing that she's giving back to everybody around because she didn't get to the top by herself, and I'm glad she's looking back to recognize and give gratitude for the people who have helped her and I'm glad that she is giving back to people who are less fortunate than her which is freaking amazing. So to move a little bit into her personal life so like I said she met her husband at that um, agency and his name is is Nigel Sharrocks um, and he was the director of the advertising agency like that she worked at, like I said. And together they have two children. So they have a son born in 1998 and a daughter born in 2001, which is really cool. You know, that means that their kids are around my age, which is awesome. So, hell yeah. So in 2014, she stated that she does not use social media due to the misogynistic abuse directed towards female celebrities, which I completely agree with with which is very true you know what i mean and i support her use i support her decision not to use social media because for some people it can just be like she doesn't want to support that and i'm glad that she's listening to what she wants so yeah so she doesn't use any social media which i think is kind of cool and it goes to show that she isn't just all talk and isn't all about the popularity she's here to make a difference and i'm glad that she's taking that stand for us women and stuff like that so yeah so she was actually featured in an episode of top gear and on that top gear episode um there was actually a joke made about her butt by one of the by one of the male um co-hosts on the show which was totally uncalled for you know what i mean and then i believe she actually went back on the show either in another couple episodes or maybe another season i can't remember exactly but then she came back and she actually like backfired on the guy who made that comment and was like oh too bad you don't have a butt you know what i mean (laughs) i thought it was so funny because she actually shot back and i believe that women should be shooting back more you know what i mean like when we are told something when women are told something that we don't agree with we shouldn't just smile and just laugh along with it because that's not right, you know what I mean? And I think a big example for this is when a guy, and I've experienced this a lot, is is like, you look better with a smile. It's like, would I? You know, it's like, what do I say to that? Excuse me, but we need to say something. We shouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, we should be like, you know, you know what? You don't have any comment on that. You don't need to be making a comment about how I should look. Please stop. I think we really, as females, need to start standing up against that because 
if we don't stand up for ourselves, who is? You know? So if a guy ever makes a rude remark or just something, says something nasty towards you, don't accept it. Fire back. You know, don't accept it. Fire back. Tell him that's not right. Don't tell me that. F off, basically, you know what I mean? Don't tell him that unless unless he's really, like, nasty. Then tell him, but... <laughs> but, yeah, so stand up for yourself, you know? Because if you're not going to stand up for yourself, who is? So I wanted to read her quote. So one of her quotes were, If I were to say anything to my 18-year-old self, it would be, Loosen up and chill out. <laughs> and I think that could go for anybody, not just 18-year-olds. Just because I feel like we take life really seriously when we don't need to, and I know it's hard to not do that because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be better and be the greatest and be successful and stuff like that, but I just feel like we get lost in that, you know, we get lost in trying to accomplish all those things that we stop living life and we just start, and at that point we're just working, you know what I mean, and we weren't put on this earth just to work, we are put on this earth to live our lives, so I feel like if we just chill out, loosen up a bit, you know, everything will fall fall into place because whatever is meant for you will find you. And you have to truly believe that. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I, I've had a rough go of it lately just because I want to do so many things. and uh, But I still have to work. You know what I mean? I still have to make a living. But I still want to do all, all these other side things. And I just feel like all my time is running out because... Nobody's guaranteed anything, and nobody's guaranteed more time. And that's my biggest thing is I'm afraid I'm not going to have enough time to do everything that I want to do, you know? Like, and that's why I'm just trying to, like, that's why I'm having such a hard time because I want everything now because I don't know if I'm going to be here when I'm 40. I don't know, you know? And you don't know either. You just don't know. And so because I want to do everything in this world and because I want to see everything, I don't want to be giving my time to a business that can easier, easily replace me in two weeks. I want to be giving my time to something that matters. I want to be giving my time to myself because all I have is my time. So why am I giving my time to somebody else? You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to rustle through, you know, and try to get up and go to work every day is really hard right now but you know I'm still doing I'm still pushing through just because I have to you know and I know that my end destination is going to be really great and right now I'm trying to learn just to enjoy the journey and I think that's what Fiona was talking about you know how you just got to loosen up chill out and enjoy the journey because everything will be fine you just got to loosen up you know you only got one life live it the way you want but remember, not everything comes in a day. So if you want something, you got to go for it. If you don't want nothing, don't do nothing. You know, it's your life. Do what you want, but don't stress out about it. You know, chill out, be loosened up about it and just live your life. And I feel like a lot of people should listen to that more, you know, and I'm trying to listen to that too. So, yeah. So Fiona is a very confident and amazing woman who has made tremendous strides in the news industry in Britain and London which is freaking amazing and I hope she continues to do all the amazing work that she is doing for feminism and for females in the world and 
I really am looking forward to all the other amazing things that she's going to be doing with her life. And I'm so excited to see that happen. But yeah, so thank you, Fiona, for standing up for others and for giving people correct and reliable news for people. Because that's huge, you know, especially today. But yeah, so that was Fiona. I hope everybody enjoyed. Let's move into the positive segment time. So I have a pre-read one today, so I'm just going to read it. A solution to gum litter. So this was in Denmark. Our habit of chewing minty gum is not without its toll on the environment. Most of it is made from synthetic polymers, like plastic, which aren't biodegradable. That's why so much discarded gum seems to permanently stick to sidewalks. To help tackle this problem, entrepreneurs Peter Jewell, Regnersgaard, and Morten Ebdrup created their own plastic-free alternative. Launched in 2017, True Gum produces 400,000 pieces of plastic-free chewing gum a day at its Copenhagen factory. Each piece of True Gum has a shikel base and resin that Mayan and Aztec peoples were chewing hundreds of years ago. Now people in such countries as the Netherlands, Germany, and Belgium are true gum chewers. If the eco-friendly candy catches on, it could spell the end of gum-spotted sidewalks for the whole world. Which is freaking amazing, you know what I mean? And if we, and if Mayas and Aztecs had this chewing gum way back in the day, why did we change it to put plastic in it? That makes no freaking sense. But thank you for Peter and Morton for coming up with this brilliant idea. And that is just so amazing, you know. And I personally did not know that chewing gum had plastic in it. Totally disgusting. And I'm kind of sad that this chew gum doesn't come to the United States. So I'm kind of sad about that. But that is amazing that they're doing that. And I hope the, the United States catches on. And I hope... In fact, the whole world catches on because I feel like, why are we chewing on plastic anyway? You know what I mean? Plastic is just bad. You know what I mean? I'm just coming to find that all plastic is bad and we just should stop producing and making plastic because it's not good. You know, let's come up with alternative ways. Obviously, there is. So let's just do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a positive segment. So thank you, Peter and Morton from helping the world get rid of pla more plastic, you know, and getting rid of gum on the sidewalk, which is always gross, you know what I mean? But also thank you to Fiona because you are an amazing woman and I really hope you keep doing amazing things. But yeah, so that was also the episode. I hope everybody enjoyed. And as always, you can find this podcast in all podcasting mediums and you can find it on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and... TikTok. That is right, people. We are now on TikTok. So go check out uh, the TikTok page and all the other pages at Power to Womix. Also, if you want to go check out my personal Instagram page at EmilyNichols00, that'd be awesome. And my personal Twitter page at YoungEmily1864, that'd also be awesome. Also, if you want to go check out my other podcast that I do with my brother called The Five Cent Club, we just talk about shit that doesn't make sense. And this next week, I believe we are talking about spooky stories because it is that month. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, so as always, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. You deserve it. Go be happy. Find what makes you happy. Go after what you want. 
be patient, okay? Be patient. Stop using plastic. <laughs> stay safe. Stay healthy. As always, I'll see you and talk to you next week. Peace and aliens be with you. Thank you.